are now listening to the Marriage and Movies Podcast. Here are your hosts, Terry and Selena Schilling. Hello! Welcome to Marriage and Movies. We're very excited to have you here, and boy oh boy do we have one a fantastic interview and two we've got some great stuff to talk about yes so much has come out since the last time we guys has <laughs> talked uh so this is going to be interesting in the last episode though let's get right into it yes Selena. last episode i had a, i had a goal and that goal was to watch the big lebowski a movie that gets thrown at me a lot that i should watch and that i would mm-hmm. enjoy and i've honestly after watching it I was like, I don't even remember really watching parts, <laughs> even though I would say in the past, like, oh, I've only seen a little bit of it. Like, even the beginning, like, Selena, there's countless times. Mm-hmm. This is my, like, Terry Minute review. Countless times I'm like, what is going on in this And, like, movie? I can't. Like, what is I happening? I can't even answer because I'm like, you just have to watch <laughs> the whole movie in order for any of this really to make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the, Joel and Ethan Cohen are great filmmakers, and... You know, I could tell just from their type of style throughout this movie, but like Jeff Bridges, like phenomenal. Mm -hmm. John Goodman, phenomenal (laughs) character, just like a Vietnam veteran. And he's just an angry guy and thinks he knows all the answers. And Steve Buscemi, shut the fuck up, Donnie, completely (laughs) all the time time. to him. That's his like only dialogue. (laughs) And so like I had, I had, I definitely had LOL moments when he, when he splashes the urn remains mm-hmm. and it goes right in Jeff Bridges' face was one where probably I laughed out loud the most <laughs> for some reason. Um but like obviously like like the drug trip was interesting. Yep. Uh you know Julianne Moore's character was interesting and then the stranger aspect of it mm-hmm. as well. And I feel like I don't know, I guess just overall my take is like did they just really make this out to just be like one random ass I- story? Like they just had Sam Elliott come and be like I sat next to Jeff Lebowski in a bar in a bowling alley bar and heard this story. And now I'm just going to kind of tell it and be like the narrator. Like, is that really it? It's just a random ass story. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It, and I don't know if like Alan wants to chime in because he loves this movie. But like for me, I'm like, I enjoyed this, but I'm just trying to gather like what was really the point of this movie to be made? I, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that part of it, though? Sometimes there's a man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. there's me, and the dude yeah, was exactly. the man for his time. <laughs> the dude, and here's a story of the dude. Pretty phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We drank white Russians alongside watching. Oh, it. nice. Uh, and if, we, if you yeah, didn't like did. anyone out there, if you, if you didn't like Big Lebowski, that's like your opinion, man. That's all I have to say. <laughs> that's like, yeah, <laughs> that's just like your exactly. opinion. Man. Oh gosh, exactly. but overall, overall, I enjoyed Big Lebowski. I could definitely see myself watching that again if I see it like on cable. Um, you know, just p- tuning in and, and watching. But overall, a good movie going experience. I can see the hype because it's there's a lot of great one liners in it and acting. Yeah, performances. it's a it's a great rewatch, and then you can watch that one. You can just pop on in, sit on the couch, and be like, oh yeah. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll finish the last twenty minutes of this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but let's keep going, guys, with the uh, mm-hmm. you know with the with the show here. Because uh, again, we got some great interviews, and we'll tell you who that is yep. here in a moment. But we like to do marriage moments on the show because the show is called Marriage Indeed. and Movies. I feel like the one thing that we just been really bonding over mostly this week, Selena, is our dog mm-hmm. Joaquin. Like most times, but we got a bed for him in our office space. Mm-hmm. And he's just like spoiled now. Like he loves coming to the office and just lounging in mm-hmm. this bed. Um, 
But then like a funny, it just, we just found this funny the other night where he was clearly wanting something and we didn't know what, Mm -hmm. but if you want to explain the story, Selena. So, so this particular day, uh, we had not taken him or did we take him to the office? I can't remember now. We didn't take him. That's true. We didn't take him to the office. He was mad at us. We did not take him to the (laughs) office this particular day. We just kind of had a busier schedule and we knew we weren't going to be away from him very long. So he stayed at home. He has a wonderful place to stay there. It's nice and cozy. Uh, but then that <laughs> yeah. evening, yes. we co- like we're home, we're on the couch, we're watching a movie, and he is just whining at us. And particularly when he does this, it's when he has to go outside. So we ask outside. No indicative response to, no to state reaction. that's the yeah. answer. So we're just like, what is it? So then he continues to paw at our at kind of at our arms. And at this particular time, I had a particular blanket over me and this blanket to him symbolizes oh it's time for me to come on the couch because he is not allowed on the furniture unless there is a blanket over it so he just kind of kept whining and pawing Mm -hmm. and pawing and i'm just like you want to come up here i'm like what is happening so then of course i'm like up and then he gets up there and he just snuggles the the hardest to us. Just like, you guys left me. Like, what was I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. you see us all the yeah. time. Like, come uh, on. He Yeah. He, like, never does that when we're really sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. Like, occasionally, like, he'll do something. But, like, not like that. And it was really random. And then I just, it just felt like because he's, because the bed is in your office, yes. Lena. So he loves going there. It just seemed like he missed being near yeah. you. I know. And, like maybe just upset with us. But point of the story, dogs are yep. the best. They truly <laughs> really. are. So, yeah. Uh, the other quick marriage moment is just like words can't explain how happy Celine and I are on every other Friday when our cleaning crew comes <laughs> and cleans our condo. <laughs> it's such, it's like, I know it's privileged as hell, but like being able to have that and coming home to it. Like it, again, it, clean sheets, it, oh, everything. And, so and reminder, good. we live in a tiny, tiny home. True. So there is, we do not have like an upstairs or downstairs or a third bedroom or two bathrooms. We don't mm-hmm. have these things. Um, it, but like overall, yeah, I mean, like, yes, it is privileged, but really making this decision was something that came to a point where we just, we have a lot of passion projects. We have, a, we work extremely hard you know, Monday through Friday. And then over the weekends, we have a lot of passion projects that we, you know, continue and try to put out there. And, you know, this was just something that I, I and you, we couldn't, we couldn't do on our own. Uh, And it was decided we, um, you know, found a local um, cleaning service and I felt good supporting them. And yeah, but I mean, Fridays, every other Friday is, is becoming one of my holidays. Um, I am just so grateful and thankful to have this opportunity and just to, to have someone, um, you know, come in and clean our condo. I'm so thrilled with oh, it. It really does. So it just good. puts so much at ease mentally and, you know, physically there's just a, a less, you know, exhaustion on that too. I am, I will never not be grateful. Truly, 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 truly. Yeah, yeah. Adulting, oh, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, adulting. Well, let's go hop on over to the critics' couch and talk about some of the stuff that Selena and I watched. We talked about in the last yes. episode the Tiger Doc on HBO mm-hmm. Max. So we watched both parts. Um, really, just some background, guys. This was Tiger Woods was not involved in this project as far as an interview. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's the subject mm-hmm. of it, but it really starts with him just being this golf prodigy. How kind of his father Earl Woods, you know, really pushed him to be the best at golf and that relationship with his mm-hmm. father 
and how it kind of really shaped Tiger um, as a human being because Earl Woods was very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for as far as not loyal in his relationship? Uh, yeah. <laughs> to his yeah. wife? I think that he, yeah, he was, um, he had a wandering eye. Um, yes. And, and he wasn't shy about it, unfortunately, yes. in front of his son, um, in front of Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. And it was something that they go into that, like besides like Tiger's rise in the golf ranks and all the tournaments that he won, um, you know, as a young man, you know, winning the Masters at like age 24 or mm -hmm. something. Um, but it's just like, but then like seeing what his father, like he despised his father for that. But then Tiger obviously has a huge history of doing that himself. Mm -hmm. So the second part of the interview or the documentary is all mm -hmm. about that. And like, so they landed some big interviews, especially with Rachel Yucatel, his mistress, and his mistress was the one that he was talking to when his car crashed in Thanksgiving of 2009. Mm -hmm. um, the directors of the doc, Matthew Heineman and Matthew Hamachek, said that Rachel wanted to come on because during that time she was really framed as this villain in the media, like this mm -hmm. homewrecker. But she wanted to go on and talk about how intimate and serious that relationship with mm -hmm. Tiger was. Like she legitimately felt like they were in love and how she looked at that relationship differently compared to just making it seem like, oh, I'm just some... I'm just some slut that's sleeping with Tiger right. Woods because it really, it really wasn't the case. And it was really, it was really enlightening. Just like, oh my I, gosh, it got a much bigger impact into that. To Tiger's right. Well, history. and then I think there is just kind of this, this portrayal of like of the media because they do have an interview with a reporter from the Inquirer uh, and, you know, yeah. just the National, National Enquirer. Yeah. And, you know, overall, I just think there's just this thirst um, that is really had differently here in the U.S., uh, of these celebrity figures to know, okay, you've made it to the top. Now I'm going to watch you crumble and fall. And it's it's really unfortunate that that is the case, just because there there has to be something wrong. You know, he oh he is this amazing golfer. Oh, and now he's his amazing husband, and now he's an amazing father. Well, that's just too good. Like something has to be going wrong. Which it seemed to be, you know, part of his. He never did well with celebrity. He never did well, you know, being in the in the. Oh, he hated, hated it, it too. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it doesn't just just because you are wealthy and or rich does not mean that you have to therefore then be famous. But like for him, there was just a spotlight on him, and uh, you know, the women who came forward, uh, you know, saying, "Oh, he was also my lover," and that you know, they're getting interviews and they're getting on shows, and it's just like, well can we remove the the highlight of like, oh, if you say you're Tiger's mistress, then you'll be on this show or then you'll be paid. And just because it really just kind of creates this awful um, just arena. And for her particularly, she was, it was casting on her of like, oh, well, you did this to this family. It's like, well, let's also take a look at Tiger. I mean, there's, there's no... There's no loser and there's no winner in this. There's like all around, there are just a lot of victims in this situation. Uh, and how the show mm -hmm. examined his relationship with his father, I just thought that was just really, really good. And it really just hit a really good emotional kind of point there. Absolutely. So overall, what were your thoughts? I know you shared a lot, <laughs> but just did you enjoy it? Could you have done without? I I did like it. Um, I I. I would have probably eventually gotten around to it to watch it. But of course, you know, you are a more sports enthusiast. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm glad I watched it. I It kind of brought me back to, um, you know, 
the Thanksgiving car accident, um, all the affairs coming out, the interviews. I was like, oh, yeah, I did remember that. Um, and then more recently, when he did win the Masters again, um, it does seem to be like there's a rejuvenation of the current Tiger, uh, the current Tiger Woods. And it seems like there's just been a lot of lessons learned. Um, very unfortunately, in a very big public eye. Uh, so, I mean, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I, I am curious, though, to know Tiger's yeah. viewpoint on it, though, or if he would ever even watch it. I know. that's uh, Yeah. Obviously, not ha- not being able to have the subject talk on any of it is difficult. But I thought, you know, I thought the two directors, Hamachek and Heinemann, did a good job mm-hmm. with it of just being able to find, use a ton of footage that they had access yeah. to in, like, the interviews. I think Rachel, you could tell, was a big get yeah. for that. But overall, yeah, it was good. I think I was maybe expecting more, but I think maybe that comes from just not hearing tiger talk much about it at all because even in the interviews he wasn't really talking no. about it so but overall overall good doc from one of the most prominent sports figures in the last you know yeah yes. yeah yeah so that so, was so interesting that was a good watch and now we're going to totally switch gears to the fictitious land mm-hmm. uh and debatable storyline of wandavision <laughs> Yeah, I feel like guys, we're not we're not going to spend too much time on this because we're not, you know, we're not going to do a deep dive into the Marvel universe no. here. But WandaVision came out three episodes mm-hmm. in now with the time you're listening to this and recording this, and I feel like I put this down. If you're not a big Marvel fan who won't then watch it and then go on internet deep dives of like what's happening, like it just leaves you wanting so much more. Like I feel like I need to listen to other podcasts talk about this because there's some characters. There's some things happening. I'm like, is Wanda, this has got to be all in her head. Like it's after the events that we know from Endgame Mm -hmm. and this is all in her head. And then people in the, in real time are just trying to figure out because maybe they need Wanda for something, but because vision is gone. Vision is dead at this point. And so so, it's weird. And it just seems like they're trying to get in her head and bring stuff stuff out. Yeah. So interesting <laughs> that you say that it leaves you wanting more. For me, it almost feels like it's leaving me left out. Like I apparently I didn't read enough or yeah. I didn't watch enough or listen enough to know what this one symbol <laughs> of this one color means and who this person is and <laughs> right. who is maybe in this comic book one time or something like it just it is like uh this is the exclusive club and you can't sit with us unless you know all of what's going on. So I mean like I almost want them to pull yeah. it back a little bit more and you know for maybe like the casual watcher, the casual listener, for this one you have to watch every single episode and you have to watch 10 other different things, which of course for marketing and for publicity this is a home run hit. I totally get that. This is a grand slam. Uh but I mean, for right now, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just having a hard time sticking with it. I mean, we're going to continue watching it. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell. Yeah, you could tell they're having a lot of fun with it. They're playing off the sitcom worlds of like the 60s. And then when it came in color, it's just like, like the intro of this last episode three. But overall, it's like, give me a little bit more. And I feel like I, I know eventually we'll get well, there because it's going to be a big part of the next phase of Marvel right, Universe. Well, I mean- but it's like, can we, can you give me more? Like, there's like two seconds at the end of the episode. It's like, oh, f- I know. Come on, keep going. Well, just even a the bit shows more. that they're kind of like yeah. recasting this off of, like the Brady Bunch, I Dream of Jeannie. I mean, this is a whole different demographic audience that, like, I don't, I don't relate to these things. I don't, I don't know really. Like, I know of these shows. Of course, they're like, a, like American classics, but I, I, it's not something that I could like tell you much about. Um, so yeah, I mean like I'm like okay, right. get yeah. maybe get 
to newer shows or get to a, a wider type of show. I don't know. It's I'm having a really hard time, and I usually love you know the Marvel yeah. world, but eh. yeah. I feel like the casual Marvel fans are like, this isn't for me, but I feel like there's obviously the Marvel nerds, <laughs> yeah. if you will, are probably like, oh, did you catch this? This mm -hmm. is so cool. So I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people who feel the yeah. way we do, Selena, <laughs> about WandaVision. But that's on Disney+. Plus. And so our rewatch of the week, before we get into the interview then, we watched a classic on Disney+. Mm -hmm. Plus. Randomly turned it on, I think, like Thursday mm -hmm. night. And Selena and I are just like, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how much we yeah. love this movie. It's so nostalgic. But- Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and then, with Rick Moranis came out in 1989. Mm -hmm. And then we watched Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. But Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was really kind of like the main focus for us this week of just like, we should talk about this on the yeah. show because like so much of it, we we're just like, oh my gosh, this is so fun to get back, to go back to this point. It was, it was such a great rewatch. And yeah, there was just, even the beginning of it. So the beginning of both of them, it's a cartoon mm -hmm. of kind of, of the storyline being set up. Uh, you know, I instantly was like channeled <laughs> back to like, you know, 10 year old me of like, I want to watch Honey, I've Shrunk the Kids. Like, this is so cool. And then, of course, in Disney World, for a, a period of time, they had a recreation of the grass scene down there as like a play area. And I was very fortunate. Yeah. I was able to go when I was younger. And I 100% recall this. And just like thinking like, these are like the giant leaves. Like, look at this piece of grass. Look at ants. Like, this was just so cool. I I just loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. Auntie, Auntie yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was so much, so much fun. And like, we picked up on this, which was kind of interesting. Something as you watch as a kid, you don't really get. But there's some like marital like problems between uh -huh. the two. Because it's just like, at the very end of the first movie, it's just kind of like, are you in like the one daughter? Are you a dad? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because like he's an inventor, he's an inventor and she's kind of going around. It just seems like he's very forgetful. Rick Moranis, you know, or, uh, you know, Harry Zielinski. And so it's just like, it, it just seemed weird. I'm like, oh, wow. There's like that little dynamic, but they don't really touch on it right. at all. And then even in the second one that you kind of get that vibe mm -hmm. too. Well, then something else that I thought so, was like really interesting was it was a pretty progressive too because like he would stay at home and kind of do some of the interventions and she worked and she was out there um you know uh yeah. completing she was a real estate agent i believe i believe and yeah. so i yeah. really did like that the second one though there's some moments in there where i'm like this doesn't age very well uh so in honey i blew up the kids <laughs> yeah this there's like the the I mean, whole great, kind of part funny. as to um helping uh, you know, Nicky Nick, yeah. uh, with his, you know, he's now blown up. Uh, so what they have to do, and I guess spoiler if you haven't seen it in, I don't know, 30 years. Um, <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. So they have to blow up the mom to make her really large because like Nikki doesn't view, he just views everyone as like little toy action figures because he's so tall. So she goes to, uh, you know, her husband is like, you know, everybody knows that dads mean fun, but mom being mom mean business. And I'm like, oh, excuse me. I was like, perhaps in some households that is the case. Uh, <laughs> so that was, yeah. and I just was like, yeah. that, that doesn't age very well. I was like, oh, no. 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 But uh, some fun stuff. Let's go a little bit behind the scenes, some fun trivia, just really quickly, mm -hmm. Selena. I, I realized I was catching, we'll stick with Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, the 1992 yes. movie. I realized in the opening credits that said introducing Daniel Shalikar and Joshua Shalikar. Mm -hmm. I'm like, huh. I was like, is the kid is the kid twins then? Yeah. And yeah, Daniel Shalikar and Joshua Shalikar, twin, twin mm -hmm. brothers. 
So they played Nikki. So it's, I feel like, was that a big thing in the 90s? You had the Olsen yeah. twins. They both played one person, huh? you know, and then you had these two kids. I did not realize. But it seemed like it was all like improv with I Nikki. Know. Of just like, because of like their interactions with him and uh, Rick Moranis were awesome. It was so good. It yeah, so when he was like reading the Big Bunny story, yeah. when he was in his crib area. Yeah. I loved it. It was really cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but I got some fun trivia from mm-hmm. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, some ones that stuck out. Because one of the famous scenes in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is when Nick Zielinski is in the mm-hmm. cereal bowl. Right? And there's a lot of times throughout these, these both movies where like, how did they do this at this time? So for the scene in which miniaturized Nick Zielinski drops into the bowl of cereal, a tank was filled with 16,000 gallons of milk-like substance substance made from chlorinated water, food thickener, and pigment. Uh, the Cheerios were made from tractor inner tubes, 12 feet in diameter, and coated in foam. Uh, so I thought that was really funny. Uh, some other titles for this movie, uh, which, you know, 90s titles, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's perfect. That's what the point of the mm-hmm. movie is. Other titles grounded in the big backyard, but they were dropped during pre-production. Thank so I think that was a yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, we always like this one. So, you know, there was a hidden Mickey Mouse in mm-hmm. this movie. So when uh, Wayne Zielinski, I think I called him Harry Zielinski earlier. It's Wayne Zielinski. When he gets home from his meeting and Quark, the dog, comes down the stairs to greet him, there's a Mickey Mouse sitting on no the stairs. Way. So if you catch that. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I love that. We were talking about this, just like, all right. He's like, as a kid, you watch these movies and you think, like, you just think like the adults are just old, right? But like Rick Moranis at this time is 35 years old. And I'm like, Selena, that's like how old we are. And it's just like, wow. So like him moving around and doing all this stuff is like how old we are. They have kids in high school. It's like, we have no kids. It's like, oh my God. No, yeah. So if you <laughs> so did the wild. math, then it would essentially be like if he was 20 having kids. And then um, in Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, I referred to him as Nick. Yeah. It's actually Adam. Adam who gets blown up. Um, Adam and Big Bunny. Yeah. So yeah. It, That's right, Adam. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I was calling Nick too. It's Adam. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good call. Yeah. But uh, yeah, amazing movie, really, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids for that time. It's really fun. But it got us being like, we should do like a top five list. And what could we do with Honey, I Blew Up the Kids? So our thought was to do a top five quick movies about an invention. Mm-hmm. What were some of our favorite movies that involve a big invention? Um, I'll start, yeah. Selena. It was like number one, pretty obvious, Back to the Future <laughs> with Doc and Marty mm-hmm. McFly, the, you know, creating, you know, invent- he's an inventor, Doc is. And obviously the the DeLorean, going back in time, all those random inventions throughout it. I I can't you can't not think of Back to the Future if you're talking about movies with absolutely you have you have a hovering vehicle (laughs) that can time travel absolutely (laughs) yeah Uh, okay so then this one is 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 a bit of a stretch but kind of bear with us Uh, so the social network literally the invention of Facebook I feel like we're reaching a point in time to where you know kids nowadays they don't realize that there was actually a time before Facebook and that was called. MySpace, right. but there was even a time before that <laughs> where neither one of those existed. You yeah. didn't have this online platform to share pictures, to instantly connect. Um, you know, the internet really has only been around, um, you know, for just a few decades. <laughs> um, not often, not a lot. I remember not having internet, having a household without the internet, which probably mm-hmm. seems like just something completely foreign to a lot of, you know, individuals. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah. The, in, the invention of, you know, the social network slash Facebook, uh, you know, that one is that one's up there. I would say it's it's clearly pretty powerful, too. <laughs> 
I feel like I feel like if we were like at a bar when we could do that and talked about this, I feel like all of us could come to a consensus that Social Network should be on mm-hmm. this list because it's a phenomenal yeah. movie and talking about it. But yeah, not as much as like Back to the Future type of fun. Um, but yeah, but number three, I always think of this one, Iron mm-hmm. Man. It's like Tony Stark is really an inventor and he creates the Iron Man suit in a cave. <laughs> Like in the Middle East, so like that's just talk, a, that's just an easy about, one talk for about me. Being resourceful, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. Top five. Okay, movie so about and so um, now I have yeah, to so, ask though too. As you put this list together, honey, you did one through five. Is five being the number one invention, or what is the order for this, sweetie? There's really not like a particular okay. order. It's just like uh, you know our our five just five movies about okay. an invention. Baby. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so on here as well, uh, number four, but not to be in any sort of odd order, is Ghostbusters. Uh, so you have a ghost trapping machine that zaps away ghosts and puts them in a little shoebox. And um, then there's also a pretty sweet ride in that in those movies too. Uh, so yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's a great one. And then number five, I want to include Honey, I Shrunk the Kids because that the uh, the the ray gun that would I forget like that just thing mm-hmm. is awesome, and that's just a great invention. Um, and you know we obviously just talked about that, but some honorable mentions because I was doing some research. I'm like, oh yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah, Willy Wonka. I was like, that's a really good one to include on honorable mentions. You know, he inv- he has a lot of inventions in his uh, chocolate yes. factory. Um, other ones for you, Selena? Uh, the Martian. Some honorable the mentions. The Martian. So scientifically speaking, oh, you are on moon. Great one. You have yeah. to survive. You have limited supplies. You're alone. Mars. You're on Mars. You're on sorry, Mars. sorry. That's right. We just jumped over the moon. You're on Mars, a planet yet <laughs> yeah, anyone yeah. has to go to. Limited supplies, limited resources. You're the only one there. Your main mean of com- your mo- your main means of communication, speaking of, you know, social network, is a letter by letter, uh, a 20-minute delay for communicating so you have to you know put up a letter h 20 minutes later they receive it then you put up i 20 minutes (laughs) later they receive the i and that is hi from mars and it takes like 40 minutes (laughs) so that is absolutely you know i just think that is such a great invention and such so resourceful um and then childish gambino you know figures out a way to how to get them get him off (laughs) mars uh so i i loved it yeah, when uh, you know you brought up resourcefulness in Iron Man, like uh, Matt Damon in The Martian, totally resourceful <laughs> to survive there. Never looks um, at potatoes yeah. the same way. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some other ones, Despicable Me and Flubber, are two that mm-hmm. come to mind. Um, especially Flubber, classic movie with Robin mm-hmm. Williams. Um, our producer Alan Frankenstein is his honorable yep. mention. A great call as well. Um, but yeah, that was uh, just thought it'd be fun to do like a top five list. After watching Honey, I Top five list, but not yet quite top five list. We'll have to work on that, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We're not going to argue on the podcast. No, not yet. You know? <laughs> but no. but uh, all right, Selena, let's get into our guest. Why don't you introduce our guest and we'll get into this really fun interview. That yeah. We so we are bringing on um, my, my good friends here, Marissa and Alex and her partner, Alex. Uh, Marissa and I, you know, you will kind of hear a little bit for... Um, uh, you know, some projects that we've worked on. Her and I were in the same field together. And her partner, Alex, 
I mean, they just they just knock it home on some of these questions here. It is it is amazing. I think Alex and I may become uh, like a, like a bromance is brewing <laughs> after after meeting yes. him and talking and seeing some of his uh, likes. Absolutely, as soon it. as we can so. travel, there is a, a very warm welcome here to Chicago. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely can't wait. But uh, yeah, let's bring on uh, Marissa and Alex. So enjoy this interview, everyone. Welcome, everyone. So we have some wonderful guests today. We have the amazing Marissa and her partner, Alex. Why don't you guys go ahead and say hello? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> yo, yo. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi. So uh, so Alex and Marissa are here with us, and they're going to be our wonderful guests that we're going to go through with some questions and a little bit kind of uh, behind the scenes here. Marissa and I are actually in the same field together, and we actually have uh, collaborated yeah. and uh, you know kind of produced and created some content as well. And she is absolutely amazing to collaborate with. I cannot recommend that enough. Uh, she is, well, Marissa, why don't you take it away? Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Marissa and I am in behavioral psychology. I have met Selena through the wonderful world of Instagram. I slid into those DMs and we have uh, met via Zoom and just like collaborated together and she is wonderful and yeah, I can't say enough. And my partner Alex is here with us today and I'm very happy about that. How do you feel about that, Alex? Uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty excited uh, to be on the show. Um, I, I've enjoyed uh, a couple episodes that I've listened to thus far. I think Selena and Terry, you're on to something for sure. Um, I appreciate it. <laughs> a little about me. I'm just, I, I'm just a normal guy, overall fun guy. Uh, I like to hang out at the beach, uh, long walks. And um, yeah, I, I enjoy an occasional movie from time to time. So I'm excited yeah. to see where this conversation goes for sure. Yeah, yes. we're uh, we're stoked, and I feel like that this beginning is just like a episode of The Bachelor. It's like, are we going to continue the interview? Let's just see what they're about. Let's welcome them into the show. Do they? We'll hand out like microphones. It's like, will you accept okay. this microphone instead of the rose? Okay, yeah. got it. So we'll get right into the interview now, guys. You know, we you know, I know that Selena and Marissa, you guys connected, and you know, we talked about how the love for movies. And Selena's like, they'd be great for guests, which is mm -hmm. awesome. We love talking to other couples, and we start. The interview is with this question. So what is the last thing that you guys watched together, show or movie? The last thing that we watched together last night was Fate on Netflix. And it is about fairies and they have different elements of magic, like earth, fire, mind, empath, um, water, all kinds of things. So we went through one episode last night. That was the last thing that we've seen. That was that's not a representation of our genre that we necessarily like, but it was number one on Netflix. So we had to watch it. So an episode. Yeah, we definitely uh we definitely look at like the the top ten just to see what yeah. what what we should watch. Um not really it's kind of like Harry Potter meets Twilight the show. Um, okay. Yeah. So I wasn't like too enthused, but um, <laughs> you know, that's to be honest, the last thing that we watched for sure. He watched. Nice. He looks at that one through ten list like religiously. Like I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's watch this. We know what we want to watch. We know, 
but he yeah he will like scroll, keep scrolling down and i'm like what are you doing we're, we're watching this and he's like well i just want to see the one through ten i just want to see it and i'm just like uh we know what we want to watch let's not get off course you know <laughs> i love that i love, I love that, that. Yeah, how you guys like have have kind of the decision making within that, and so this the show it actually kind of sounds like maybe like a modern day, um, uh, Terry. What was Captain the name Planet? Of the Captain Planet. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Oh my Captain gosh, you're thinking Planet. the same thing. It's like Earth, Wind. Did you guys ever watch that show back in the Absolutely, day? Absolutely, yes. Go Planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Oh, you don't know Captain Planet? Oh my gosh, Alan, okay. the producer will definitely show up. Of like some audio yeah. for that because that song is like is, oh, is so clutch. It's such like a childhood show that a lot of people Alex, watch. Alex, which one would be your power? Which one would you choose? Um, with our powers combined, I don't know. That's a good question. Probably uh, water. <laughs> Probably water. I would be water for sure. Yeah, water. Stay hydrated. Wa- you know. Yeah, yeah. water is a good one. Such a powerful yeah. element. You get these cool, yeah. classy rings with Captain Planet that used to find in yeah. cereal boxes. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That, nice. Okay, so that's so that was the last show that you guys watched together. So you guys also kind of touched on the the top ten list of Netflix, which has yet to kind of be known of the algorithm for how this is produced. Um, so that's kind of that's that's a little interesting. So um, for how that how that <laughs> is part of your decision making, but uh, so I guess if removing the top ten, how do you guys go about figuring out what to watch and if you had to guess, how long does it take? Oh gosh, <laughs> how long does it take? Duration data, huh? Like, <laughs> I think at least at least fifteen minutes. I would say it takes us to to decide. Maybe longer, but on average, yeah. fifteen. How we go about choosing? How do we go about choosing, Alex? You yeah. Me. Well, to be honest, um, I have a lot of choices in my mind. Um, but Marissa is quite limited with what she enjoys and what she likes to watch. So there's like some definite no-goes. Like you don't, you, we can't even touch this topic. The only time we've ever seen like a scary movie was Halloween. And it's because I forced her. I literally begged her. It's Halloween. We need to watch something. And, and, and the movie that we watched was It. It. And, oh, uh, right? Like the, like the classic. Oh no, like, no no the, no, the new the, one the new one the new one oh my gosh that's I wow. know talk about okay. just like throwing me in the deep end I was like what the heck why are which, we gonna watch it which is crazy because it is not scary like it is a child's movie yeah. you know it's that about kids growing up it's right? it is a subjective statement but it's interesting because like <laughs> I agree with I agree with Alex to the point where it's not necessarily this like horror scary movie where you're like at least for me, it's like not on the edge of your seat. Like it's really bloody. Like the clown and like the other characters that he turns into, it's really messed up. It's <laughs> so like that yeah. part of it. But uh, yeah, Celine and I are the same with scary movies. Like I'm not a huge fan. I don't really push it on her that much, even though she'll probably think I do. But mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of like, I just like the element of like being surprised. And I know right. we've talked about it in the past before, like Selena's methods of watching oh, scary I- movies. Like yeah. she has to look up the plot and know what's happening Me while too. we're watching. It. I do. I will watch it. Well, I don't. I don't like let you know. Like I'm like, oh, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, it, but it ruins you a bit. 
74, this is when this is going to happen. But it's just something I'm like, okay, if you want to watch this, and I, I, I'm going to get the rundown on it, like give you about 10 minutes, and then, okay, we can watch it now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Alex, That's how I feel uh, too. Yeah. Alex, I have a question for you. Is there yeah. any movie that you do bring up and Marissa's like, or like as Marissa said, like that's too scary for me, or like, and you're just like, what this movie? Yeah, <laughs> gets so, you. <laughs> so, um, my my best friend and I, we kind of really got into zombie movies, right? Like, okay. really, like the zombie genre. Especially, my best friend loves zombies for whatever reason. It could be funny <laughs> zombies, scary zombies. If it has zombies, yeah. he's all in, right? And so, there was a point in time where we were really into it. And there's this Korean movie called Train to Busan. Mm, oh, yes. Solid. Amazing movie, right? And I'm like, yeah. Marissa, let's watch this. This is a <laughs> great movie. She saw the trailer and she was like, nope, I'm not watching that. It's too scary. <laughs> I don't remember uh, this. Are you sure? It was me. Yes. It, it, is, it is a scary movie. I do. So like something else that I also do try, like when these scary movies do come up, particularly that one, is I look at it from like a cinematography point of view. Like how do they go about mm. like directing this? How do they get these shots? Like I really, yeah. really break it down and that helps kind of remove some of the, the scare, um, the frightening, yeah. you know, tactics within it because that it is a, an alarming, scary movie, <laughs> especially yeah. about like zombies and viruses nowadays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So. I, would, I would call that one almost just like more of a thriller than yeah. like the gore of, of like, scary movies so that one i would say is if you can get past it a little bit that one actually is, it is good i I, right. I would recommend that one okay um, is, well, is there a movie we'll is there a movie for either of you that traumatized you as a kid like what movie do you think of oh gosh i think that um the nightmare before christmas was like <laughs> traumatizing for me um I don't like like those types of animation things like those like oh it scares me I don't know I can't even watch like Gumby like clay people it's just like weird it just freaks me out <laughs> that freaks you out that's interesting yeah yeah Alex, Alex, what about you? you that's that's really tough I I've seen some like really scary Japanese horror movies I don't even know how but like yeah. it for whatever reason, the Japanese are really, really good at scary movies. And mm -hmm. I think that was kind of the threshold for me. I'm like, okay, this is like too yeah. scary. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, for, for Marissa, like she has a very low threshold for scary. And so <laughs> that always kind of goes into the uh, decision-making process, <laughs> right? Where like we end up hey, watching I, a lot. I watched Night Stalker. Oh, that, I did. Mm. That was scary. Is that that new like dot? It's like scripted series, that's like searching uh, for like a like killer a in Los Angeles or something. Yeah, yeah. Or is it actual documentary? It's like a documentary. Yeah, yeah okay. it is a documentary. It's, it's a brand new yeah. doc that that Netflix just put out. Um, in the '80s in Los Angeles, there was this notorious killer um, that went on a string of crazy, just very uh, uh, demonic murders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and just like all kinds of uh, different murders, like not just the same, like he changed it up like all the time. And it was not towards one specific audience. It was like children, pe like everyone, yeah. like adults. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Which then yeah, my dad, 
that's that's the scariest thing that if, if it's so variable and you don't know there's no way for like police or detectives to to try and find or track them that's the scary thing and then of course the how right. of like how these unfortunate murders happened as well which only adds on it so i mean yeah. so you've been you guys watched that we saw See? an episode together that is that <laughs> one episode that's we saw one episode that's pretty good <laughs> Thank oh you, man Thank yeah you. i love this process it's like yeah we watched an episode together and then i finished it separately that's like, exactly, that's exactly what happened. Exactly. Like, you just nailed it terry that's exactly what happened <laughs> that happens so often with us like selena tried to like she wanted to watch bridgerton and i'm like i'll give it a try because i've been hearing a lot of people talking about it and mm -hmm. i just don't really get into that like 19th century type vibe mm -hmm. even if they try to modernize it it's just not for me like the crown is like the closest thing that i get into with that oh. but it's more fictional based but like I was catching like some of the music that they were doing in that show in Bridgerton. I'm like, this is cool. But like after yeah. like, episode one and a half, I'm like, eh, you can finish this without me. And she kind of gets upset. She's like, she's like, why don't you like this? I'm like, it's just not for me. I was like, why don't you, why don't you like Cobra Kai? Cause I'm smoking through that. And I'd love for you to watch that. But no. Yes. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. Kai. Can I ask you, Terry, what did you think of Cobra Kai season three? Because. Mm. I have thoughts. Ooh, have hot thoughts. takes coming. Hot, hot takes coming. Take. <laughs> Alex, are you a fan of it too? So um, at first, I so to be honest, I wasn't the biggest Karate Kid fan. Like it's it's okay. something that I've seen. I've seen Karate Kid one and two, um, yeah. and, and way back when I was younger, and mm -hmm. like it never really kind of like resonated with me in any any oh, meaningful man. way. And then yeah. Marissa was like Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> till i die and i was like okay because i had heard that the show was really good when season one first came out there was a bunch of podcasts that i'd been listening to that was like cobra kai this is the show and i was like this is a kid's show right like it's so i never mm. thought it was up my wheelhouse i never thought it was up my wheelhouse and then i mm -mm. saw season one mm -mm. with yep. marissa and I, and I was like okay this show is great it yeah has before that, it had element. to be on the top 10 in order for you to like be like all right i'm bought in Right. Well, it was so interesting because it came out on YouTube Red when they were trying to right. do their own original mm -hmm. content. And so they put the first yes. episode out for free or maybe the first two. And I'm like, I'm all in on this show. But then time passed yeah. and I didn't want to get YouTube Red. And then when it came out on Netflix, it was just, oh, it was like, I guess I just finally to watch that. But to get to your question about season three, I'll try to do this quickly since, uh, okay. you know, just because yeah. I... Yeah. I enjoyed it and I, I just want to I want to get to that like final tournament towards the end now of everything. Mm. I don't I didn't like it as much as season one and two. I Heck think they're no. focusing a lot on Daniel and I feel like LaRusso mm. is just becoming kind of like the character that you don't really care about. Mm -hmm. Like right. just, I, I just want I want more of Miguel and I want more of yes. Johnny Lawrence. And yes. but they set up a yeah. lot of new things. They set up a lot of things and they really touched on like Karate Kid 3 moving forward because like mm -hmm. like the guy in karate kid three who was crease's friend like the mm -hmm. cobra kai's like he came back and like terrorized uh daniel larusso in three and it seems like that guy's gonna come back for season yeah. four but let's mm -hmm. the highlight of season three was elizabeth shu coming back that was fun to see yes yeah i thought yeah i loved all like the original characters like coming back making their appearances like season three that was the yeah. only thing i liked i dis 
despise the finale so much that I was, I literally oh, like man. was so mad. And I told Alex, like, I'm genuinely pissed off right now. And he's like, why? And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, so anyways, season, see, the season three finale. Yeah. No. Mind yeah. you, I, I need to interject here because Marissa, at one point for this show, it was her favorite show. She was a oh, super no. fan. She even listened to a podcast of these two little kids. I don't know where they're from or who they are. <laughs> and she was so inspired by the podcast episode <laughs> that she wrote a review <laughs> for these little kids. Like, I love this show. Thank you so much for doing this. They're good for you. And she that's wrote funny. a review, right? And so, <laughs> so that's like the like where she holds this this show up to. And yeah, it was it was kind of sad. She was very devastated uh, at the end mm. of season three. Oh um, man. Yeah. I love but, the well, feedback. I love the feedback you're providing out there, Marissa. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> they, also, Selena, I need a screenshot. Has uh, it been confirmed for season four? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Netflix picked that. Well, Selena, remember we were driving the other day in Chicago, like up north, uh, like going to like a northern uh northern neighborhood of Chicago in the two billboards. Mm-hmm left oh, and right God. the one on the left was like like you can wax the f off and then it was with johnny lawrence and then the other one was with Larusso, and i forget what it said but it was just i was like <laughs> so, you know, look i was like cobra kai cobra yes. kai like, oh my God, i can't get away break. from it it's just like everywhere i'm like i yeah i have like zero desire to watch any of these i've like i've seen them so when good. james got them on oh it's just just something that I'm not there yet. <laughs> right. Uh, to each yeah. their own. You have Bridgerton. He has Cobra Kai. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, and so, Marissa, are there any movies? Sorry. Go um, ahead, babe. Yeah. Um, are there any, Marissa, are there any movies or shows that, that you want to watch to where Alex is like, I will have a hard pass on this one? This is a great question. <laughs> this is a great question. Um, there's like so many. So as much as he's like picking on me about being picky, he is equally as picky in like the genre that he will not do. So of course, like I love rom-com. I love like feel good type movies. And he's like, yeah, I'll watch it, but it's not my favorite, you know? And it's like, okay, cool. Um, so that's like majority of the time, but okay. I don't, I can't think of one that's like a hard pass. I think he's pretty flexible and he'll try it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like rom-coms, like mystery, like all yeah. good to go for those. What, what is the one that you're like, no, I will not watch that. I can't the, think of anything right now. The thing that um, has to happen in our household is compromise. The yeah. amount of sports that I watch, oh. um, it has to counterbalance with something, right? Like she, she's always like, all right, if you watch this, th- this game, we have to watch this. And so your Bridgerton point, Terry, I watched Bridgerton. I had to the sit whole season. And, and enjoy it because I knew there was a game that I needed to watch. And it needed to, <laughs> the screen time needed to equal, equal out. Um, oh I, my gosh! I end up watching a lot of shows that I never watched before in my life. I I never watched The Bachelor until we oh until until Marissa uh, and she brought me into the show, uh, and now I'm a fan. I am a part <laughs> of the Bachelor. Like uh, we have like a, a league where you pick oh, yeah, the Bachelor people. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a part of that. I fully mm-hmm. embrace this journey. <laughs> I feel like Mondays can't come soon enough for Alex. <laughs> I'm <laughs> all in now. I'm all he in. Like, he's the one to remind me. He's like, um, are we going to watch Bachelor tonight? And I'm like, uh, is it Monday? He's like, yeah, it's Monday. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, so man. yeah. He's on but- it. But I have yet to see that same energy for football or basketball. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that time to happen. Uh, just because, man, I'm all in on whatever Marissa wants to watch. I, I, will, I will sit there and watch it. I don't always love all the, the choices. Um, you know, there are some misses for sure. Um, <laughs> but you have to. We only have one TV. And for me, I yeah, would rather watch something together than apart like i hate yeah. watching things apart like yeah. uh let's do let's do the awe oh. background for a live audience <laughs> oh. i feel like i feel like Slee and i because i'm a big sports fan too and but Thank majority of the time the majority of the time with this is me watching the game on my phone while we're watching something else and then she'll come oh. and like nudge me and be like are you even paying attention to this i'm like no mm-hmm. the bulls are on i'm watching this you don't want to there's some there's we need to get better at that that type of compromise because I like your guys' approach. I'll be like, I'll sit here and watch this with you, but then I'm going to turn on the Bulls game or turn on, you know, college basketball football after yeah. this. He maps it out. I he love does. It. Yeah, he maps it out. He's like, okay, I know I have this game at six, so we'll watch this until that, and then you'll mm-hmm. watch this with me, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. Fun. time. I love yes. it. It's a fixed time. It's like no overtime. No, no, that doesn't like increase the value of this basketball show. No, no, no. We said at seven yes. o'clock we're shutting oh. it down. Dude, so Alex, I love over, that part. O- overtime <laughs> is Selena's like least two favorite like letters. O T. She'll like be in the next. She'll be. I forget. It was like the next room, and I think we were watching like a Bears game, and it was like about. She's like, oh, and if he makes this, they'll go into overtime, and she'll hear overtime, and be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I didn't sign up for overtime. I like, oh, no. no. We said we were yeah. just watching this amount <laughs> yeah. of football, and we're done. <laughs> I just love when she chimes in. If she ever hears overtime, she's like, oh, are you serious? I was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's so why. That's why whenever Marissa puts on a show, I, I put on a show myself and really try to commit to the role. <laughs> I put on a pretend, show myself. <laughs> and, and pretend how much I'm enjoying the characters, right? Uh, oh, pretend, you know, it's funny because when you put your mind to it to really empathize mm-hmm. and be a part of the show, you start yeah. to enjoy it maybe like a little bit more than you expected mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah. And that definitely happened for me with The Bachelor. I don't know why. I never thought I would enjoy a show like that um, ever. Oh man, dude! Uh, but for and I had our yeah, we had our phase where we got where we were into it, and I feel like we could easily jump back in and be like, I'm, "We're all in again," but yeah. we just haven't committed to that because it is such good. It is great television. At the end of the day, no matter what you say, but uh, yeah, it is. Yep. Our thing like that before we're going to get into some rapid fire questions, guys. But I just feel like yeah. the biggest thing, like the guilty pleasure for me is the MTV's the challenge that like I get Selena into like Selena no. doesn't care was- when it's premiering. And I tell her the challenge is back. She's like, oh, great. I'm and, like, then, yeah, nice. and then the first episode, <laughs> she's all in. And then Wednesday's come. It's challenge day. I'm like, I, yes, I love you so much. <laughs> you're that is this. awesome. I I, I, I I've heard this on a podcast. Bill Simmons, he says that the challenge mm-hmm. is the fifth great American sport. Yeah. Right? Dude. Like, it is so good. Marissa and I, yeah. we love Survivor. Oh. oh. And the so greatest. It's got to be cool. 
So Survivor, there's people from the Survivor going on the challenge now. Like they're right. they're bringing yeah. in people, characters from all over. I listen like to a, a wider uh, crossover of shows now on the show, so it's not just yeah. um, in the MTV brand, which I like that too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, I listen to Bill Simmons all the time too. I actually listen to him and Jacoby talk about the challenge after on Wednesday yeah. nights. They do a show together. Fans. They're huge yeah. fans for sure. It's yeah. fantastic. Mar Marissa, yeah. do you know who Bill Simmons is, or do you did you know of I, him before? I know the logo whenever he's yeah. like, you know, I know the logo. That, that's yeah. about it. You know, like yeah. always, always. So if you were to, um, the voice, don't know, d have yeah. no idea, but the logo, I know. So, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, well, you're fine with like out knowing it. I only know about him from Terry and I've listened to him talk sometimes and I'd be very intrigued to know more about his relationship with his wife and to hear <laughs> her side of the relationship and how things are going i'll tell you so, what our goals get him on love, podcast yeah, I know. Love the ringer like i want mm -hmm. shay serrano and his wife on here i want yes. like mallory rubin and her husband and yes. like bill simmons and his wife carrie it would be fantastic if we could i, I just want show. her i just want her on just be like hey come on yeah. we're gonna go get some coffee we're gonna go get some tea like let's go let's talk i've got questions for you <laughs> just put that energy out there you know yeah i know yeah. they'll come to well, when you we, yeah when we first started the show we you know we had a picture with shay serrano's book in it and we we tagged him on twitter and he's like this is so awesome like he replied back oh. which was really cool yeah that's awesome yeah yeah. Jay and, so cool. and uh, Laramie, I would love to talk with them. They are just uh, two amazing human yeah. beings. Ah, love it. Yeah, but all right, amazing. let's get into some rapid fire questions. Yeah, a simple okay. yes or no question here. So yes, yes or no to a TV in the bedroom? Yes, I wish. Okay. <laughs> Alex, yes or no to a TV in the bedroom? No, no. <laughs> I'm very anti-TV in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, well, it's... So you guys already mentioned that you guys only have one TV, which I think is amazing. We only have one TV as well. And there has been discussion for other TVs in other rooms. And yeah. I'm right there with you. No TV yeah. in the bedroom. That's yeah. the camp I lie in. Yeah. yeah I, Alex. I, I just wish because like then I could fall asleep to it. But <laughs> I understand there's I better yeah. ways to fall asleep. I get it. But yeah. Yeah. I, if I had my choice. Yeah. I love it. I was gonna say, I just feel like having a TV in the bedroom is just something like nostalgic. Like either that's that's been in your history, perhaps maybe like growing up or something. Totally. But if you never had it, you're just like, well, wh like why no do need. I put a TV in here? Yeah, like yeah, there's. So yeah, we don't have one. I don't think we ever will. Yep, we'll, we have one TV. We'll what yep, size is your guys's TV? Oh God, here we go. The size question. Not, not big. I have no idea. Our, our apartment came furnished, so we don't know any of that. I like, it's so. like a fifty-two. We just upgraded to a sixty-five-inch TV, and it's it takes up our it, wall, and it's the coolest it thing we've got. <laughs> it's incredible. Nice. But anyway, we got it. We did not pay full price. Brag. We got it on sale. Yeah, we got it. We were like looking for price hunting. Like, yeah, I God don't, bless. I don't like to pay yeah. full price. No, bless, I heard, I heard that. Plus the Costco <laughs> membership. Costco membership is clutch. All right, nice. next question. Name a living actor you legitimately think you could be best friends with. Oh, Alexis from a Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek. Oh, mm. good call. Nice. Good one. Like, I just think like, she's hilarious. And I've seen, like, her in real life, like, on YouTube interviews. And she just seems like a good down-to-earth person. Or 
or Dan Levy. Like that would be amazing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Love them both. Alex, what about uh, you? It, this is easy. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh my man. Yeah. And Terry are so in sync. It's wild. Like, oh my God. Really? That's a good one. My, yeah, like, yeah. my official one is Andy Samberg, but I, yeah. but um, Michael B. Jordan would be a great ooh, one. Be fun I always one. call Andy Samberg Adam Samberg yeah. or Andy. <laughs> like, I always yeah. do it to the yeah, yeah, she gets it all messed up. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. What about but you, no. Selena? Um, oh goodness. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is probably Sarah Jessica Parker. Love her. <laughs> yeah. Or America Ferreira. Love her Ooh, too. Love so her. Yeah. yeah, good choice. Two very good different choice. choices. And yeah, they're very just different. Awesome. Power Super- females. I yeah. love America Ferreira. Yeah. Superstore is an hilarious show. I don't know if you guys watched yeah. that. We recently well, got into it. It's so yes. funny. It's, it's so, so good. Yeah. I'm in the last season and like, I'm like, how is this going to shake out? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's hear. So we've got two more here. Okay. So this one's a little bit more kind of like, you may have to think on it a little bit here. So, and Marissa, okay. we'll start with you. So okay. you're on a moon base. You've got your ticket, you know, you're out there <laughs> and you can only bring one TV series and one movie. Oof. What would oh. they be? Uh, you've got poor Wi-Fi connection, so you can you're only stuck, bring. You're, a you're stuck on the moon. Yeah. yeah, you're stuck on the moon for two years till the next <sighs> till the next crew comes in, and you can only watch it back to back. I love okay. this question. <laughs> oh, it's between Schitt's Creek and Friends, but I would just say Schitt's Creek, even though it's like not as many seasons as Friends, but I just mm-hmm. love the dynamics of that show, and okay. Alex likes it too, whereas he doesn't like Friends, so we could watch it together a little more oh, and it's great up there i love it yeah. and then a movie, movie i would say remember the titans i love that oh movie. wow yeah that. that's a great yeah. choice that's such a rewatchable movie i love that yeah. pick good old yeah. sunshine in there yeah no yeah, yeah. i what about yeah. you yeah, the, the first series that came up in my head, um, and I can't get off of it, is uh, Friday Night Lights. I knew, oh my gosh, I was like, dude, I bet he's going to say Friday Night Lights if he likes Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Sports. That's my yeah. show, too. That's, That's the number one, one. show I bring out of my face. Yeah. Yeah, Coach Taylor, like all these people, you know. Um, that's that's just an awesome show uh, every season, one through, I think, five. Um, oh, it's incredible. Yeah. And then uh, the movie I, for me, it's got to be forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, good one! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, that's such a great pick. That's it's, such a it's classic. so underrated. I think a lot of people oh. like when they think about their favorite movies. Like you know, there's always like the there's like a great choice that you could have some like mm-hmm. you know Wes Anderson or you know whatever movie. Um, but for oh, me, yeah. the Friday Night Light. I mean, um, forgetting Sarah mm-hmm. Marshall. It's just a great story. Mm-hmm. Perfect premise. Uh, Paul Rudd is, yeah, it's a home run. Paul Rudd it is amazing in that. We got it. The Dracula musical. It's just like oh I could. Dude, I'd be all about that on a moon base. I'd like. I'd like oh make my, my own Dracula God. musical up there. Yes, inspire. Bye. 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 I can't. Um, so fun fact, we actually dressed up 
as um, for getting Sarah Marshall for Halloween one year. I'll send you the picture. Yeah, um, Selena. And, yeah. Alex, Alex, your costume wasn't just wearing a towel and dropping it to random people, uh, right? God, no, <laughs> no, no. no. Gotten, he has a Hawaiian shirt, Hawaiian shirt, like 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 super touristy and a lay and he has a little dracula in his pocket oh that's incredible so, amazing oh yeah send this i can't wait yeah. oh. have you have you seen the entire series of friday night lights have you watched i have it? you have a long long time ago yeah i loved it too yeah yeah i love like any kind of football inspiring movie hence remember the titan so yeah. friday night lights was like right up my alley i love yeah. the movie too I got nice. I got Selena into the show, and I feel like that's what uh, made our relationship stronger was our bond oh. over Friday Night Lights. It was Aww. because we went to Austin, Texas. She planned like this uh, trip to Austin. It was a surprise to me, and then she planned this like faux tour that you can look up online and took us to all the different spots throughout the show. And we actually went to the gym where they had their locker room with the P. I got to slap the P, and like oh. we saw like full like uh, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. That's like another side story of like, because I didn't want to go into the gym. It was kind of, to me, I felt like sketchy, but like Selena's just like, some guy showed up and we're like, this is it. We should go in there. And he's like, oh, you guys are fans. It's like, come on in. And then like, it was so clutch. But like, at first I was like, nice. let's go. There's a car pulling up. We got to get out yeah, of here. I was like, I'm like, what's the worst <laughs> thing you can do? He can just tell us no and we have to leave. I was like, whatever. I was like, yeah, nice. let's just ask. Oh, but yeah, yeah, we did awesome. that. Yeah. Tammy Taylor and Coach Taylor cool. are like relationship goals, and it's like, yeah, yes. oh my god! All right, All right. last 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 couple questions. So, yes. Kelly, what is the favorite gift that the other has got you? Uh, we, you know, like we don't really give each other gifts, huh? Or, okay, something like, thoughtful. Then. We, <laughs> <laughs> do we? Okay, do we? Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Terry, Selena, I'm very excited about the next section of this podcast. Okay, Alex, you answer first. Yeah, so then maybe yeah we'll 1000 percent I will do this uh, and I'll and I'll do it well. My favorite <laughs> gift that, that Marissa's ever got me is this pillow. Um it's like this oh. like really amazing uh it's it's not Tempur-Pedic, but I don't need I, I don't I forgot what the company's called, but um, I'm sure Marissa knows this, but it's this Utu. pillow that kind of Utu, it kind of like snuggles perfectly from your shoulders to your neck in oh. such a way that is, I've just been sleeping so well. And I'm very grateful to have someone like Marissa in my life that can find pillows like this for me, um, because it, it has improved my sleep. I would say maybe like 30 to 35%. Nice. So, right. shout, shout out to you, Marissa. Dude, uh, oh, apparently really? for marissa i don't ever get her any gifts so. <laughs> no i'm just saying like for christmas and birthdays and things like that like we don't like we don't make a big fuss about it but um alex is very generous he always like gives me like little things like throughout the year so it's not like like crazy stuff but i will say this computer that i am with right now he gifted me this computer so and that is how i was able to start my business so thank you Aww. this is the best gift so, oh that's yeah. so sweet Aww. it's kind of like a motivational like i believe in you you're gonna do this that's really sweet <laughs> yeah, yeah i love that so that was that Aww. was the best thank you that's <laughs> nice. nice.
<laughs> well, so kind of like segueing in within the relationships here, what would be one piece of relationship advice that you guys could recommend for, you know, for a happy couple? What's something that you think, uh, you know, is, is really important and vital for it? You go first, Alex. Um, and you guys can get sentimental here or do something random like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, for me, I would say having an aptitude for forgiveness, right? There's so oh. many things that um, throughout life um, where you have the choice to either forgive or to hold a grudge or to take it to your next day. Um, and I think the thing that really for me has been kind of the hallmark of our relationship is um, at the end of every day to think to and lead with forgiveness. Um, and so that's something that, you know, for me has been really important to get to this point yeah. in our relationship. And um, I, I really feel like it's the hardest thing to do, right. Mm -hmm. to, to really put your pride down and say, okay, in saying yeah. whatever it is that happened, you know, I'm able to forgive and, and move forward. Um, and I think that's really hard in this day and age where we are as, as human yeah. beings is everything can be so transactional and, Hey, if you upset me too many times, I could just move on to the next person. Um, mm. but the, but forgiveness is being an active participant in the relationship. It's that intentionality of, I will get to the next day with you, um, and recreate that love with you every single day. And so, you know, that's something that's really important to, to us for sure. And, um, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm really uh, grateful for Marissa. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> All right. And everybody listening, stay tuned to Alex's new podcast, you know, Relationship <laughs> Advice with Alex. It's exclusively on Spotify. Oh, my goodness. Wow. wow. Marissa, I mean... <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> How can I follow that? My God. You shouldn't have deferred. You should have went first. Huh? I know. Oh, I should have went man. first. Okay. Honestly, like so many things. So many things mm -hmm. are very, very important. However, I will say in Alex and I's relationship, perseverance is like the number one thing because when so we've known each other since high school, right? Like since he was mm -hmm. a freshman, I was a sophomore. We met on the football field. Hey, maybe that's why we like football movies. And oh, shows or something. I, I don't know. Pairing anyway. there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we met and like the first day we met, like I knew he was going to be very, very special to me. And he always was very special to me. And um, I think that when we re-met in our adult life, right? So when we re-met, he, I told, I asked him point blank, like, Hey, what are you looking for? Like in a partner? Right. And he was like, honestly, the only thing that I am looking for is a ride or die like person. And, um, and I have taken that and I have like taken that quite literally where it's like, I think the only difference in relationships that work out and relationships that don't is like perseverance, truly, because sometimes when we're in a fight, I'm like, yo, like, I just feel like walking away and like giving up sometimes, like, just quite honestly. And I'm sure you you have, or Alex, you, you have probably felt the same way. But I've always gone back to that thought of like, no, this is my partner. This is who I want to be with. This is the mindset of like, this is, yes, this is crap right now, but this will get better. This is a mm -hmm. point in time and mm -hmm. we will get through this and we will persevere. So 
I think just like having that mindset of like, Mm -hmm. no matter what, like I got you, you got me. Yes, this Mm -hmm. is shitty right now, but it will be better. So yeah, yeah, there's kind of just like an understanding, a decision making of like, well, this is yeah, like you said, conscious. Yeah. 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 perseverance resilience as a couple it's so big because i think like what you hear when things go wrong is like one one person just doesn't want to try anymore they're just like completely Mm -hmm. over it i think that that willingness to try and just continue to move forward is obviously yes essential great answers from both of you i know you guys really you guys rocked it knocked it out of the park there holy cow i love this this is like this is just like fun conversation turned to couples therapy. That's like the really cool <laughs> show. It's fantastic. I love it. Well, guys, thank you so much. That was kind of our that yeah. we always end on that question. It's the best question okay. to end on. What do we ask now? It's like you guys catch your dogs. Like, what do we do? Yeah. You know, come on. <laughs> right, right, right. That was exactly. great. That was great. Twizzlers, this is like, awesome. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Aww. awesome. No, this is super fun. Thank you so much for having us. We yeah. um we didn't know how it would go, and it went really great. So. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and we are we are never, um, you know, turning away a repeat uh, guest at a future point in time. Uh, you know, we can uh, maybe do a nice dissection of Friday Night Lights or some football favorites overall. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that could be a wonderful, great conversation as well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I actually have an idea for if you if we wanted to do a part two. Um, Let's hear it. Your idea. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine uh, is a producer and mm-hmm. he produced this really cool movie called Cherry um, oh. that's premiering on Apple TV in February. Um, and so um, I'd love to watch that and talk about it just because this is a, a really good friend of mine. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'd love to kind of, you know, especially two other mov- or three movie buffs, I guess, uh, for yeah. us to kind of look in and see. It's a Tom Holland movie. I was about uh, to say, is that the Tom Holland movie? That, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure what it's about, but I've never seen like a movie, like a almost like the digital movie poster for it. <laughs> and yeah, this is on Apple TV, right? Yes. They've been they've been like really oh really God. rocking all the movies that have been coming out, so I'm very excited for this. Nice. I love Apple TV Plus. Well, there very we go. Cool. There yeah. might be a part two with Alex and Marissa. I love it. We'll bring you. Yeah, we'll bring you on to do a segment of uh of reviewing that. That'd be awesome. We can't wait to when this pandemic is over and we want to visit oh Chicago, like yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. It is on the list. We will have yes. an amazing time. Oh man. Yes. But yes. you know, Marissa, Alex, thank you guys again so much for coming on the show and sharing some details about the relationship and what, yeah, I feel like you could learn a lot from a couple just about, you know, how they yeah. interact with like what to watch. So yes. this, was, thank this is a lot you. of fun. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. How adorable are Marissa and Alex? I mean, truly. Uh, adorable. They, they, yeah, oh my. It was so much goodness, fun. So much fun. And yes, there is a true bromance that is uh, brewing here between you and Alex. So many football likes, so many similar, uh, you know, quotable moments. Just absolutely fantastic. And I hope everyone enjoyed the interview with them as well. We have the picture there from their Halloween costumes that uh, you can see on Instagram. So be sure to check that out there. Well, overall, it just, uh, again, really fun. I feel like a lot of couples can relate to this, just people in general. Um, you know, it's this type of interview that's really validating for why we do the show. Um, and it was really cool to talk to them. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys do enjoy that. You guys like that. And 
uh, we can't wait for the next episode. Yeah. We're going to be some talking to some new big movies are coming out mm-hmm. and some more guests. Yes, yeah. So we're going to be uh, breaking down One Night in Miami. Can't wait for that. And then, as you just heard, we have a potential mm. new show, a new movie, new movie on Apple Plus to check out, Cherry. So maybe we'll have a yeah. returning guest as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening today. If you listen to us on Apple and Spotify, subscribe, leave us reviews. Mm-hmm. Let's build this thing up. Mm-hmm. We're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yes, Lena, I'll, I'll let you get the last words, as always. <laughs> just thank you. Hope everyone's having a great day. Huge shout out to our producer, Alan, for just being amazing. Uh, and that's all that we've got. See you guys soon. We are just like awful at this right now. I feel like we need to be in the same room or something because there's like a lag or something. I don't know. Countdown back in. We're clearly going way over. Yeah, totally. Okay. Alan's like the uh, Sherpa. The internet just, it switched connections. So I'm gonna switch it back. I might drop off. If I do, I'll just join right back in. Count it for the bloopers. This one's a weird one.